celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Ho. 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 <laughs> Where was my third ho there? <laughs> I'm the third ho. I'm the third ho. How are you doing today? 1-866-405-8405. Welcome. Animal communicator Joy Turner joining us, as well as Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie answering your vet questions on this Christmas Day. We have some warm Christmas stories coming up, as we do this every year. I love those stories. Warm fuzzies. I figure, you know, if we're live on Uh Christmas, we might as well have some fun, right? Yeah. So we're sitting here, and we're we're drinking a little bit of coffee with eggnog as uh, creamer. That's what I'm doing. Yes, that's the way to go, baby. What a great idea. (laughs) If you have to work today, we'd love to hear from you, too. If you're at home, I'm unwrapping those presents. This is the day Dr. Debbie has to leave early, usually, because she has to rush to the hospital. Yes. Animals will uh, get in the gift wrapping and stuff. But most importantly, if they get that tinsel, it can wrap around their uh, Oh, my gosh. The inner intestines. That's what happened to my black Labrador. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really scary. She wasn't feeling well. And then now, and then recently, while we were putting up our tree, Bogey, our big twenty-two pound black cat, he just he wasn't feeling well, and I have a feeling he may have gotten into some of the decorations. So this does happen. So what happened there? What what ultimately happened? I mean, he's okay, With right? Bogey, he seems fine. Yeah, yeah, he seems fine. I think it was just something he just got into. But with my with the tinsel with my black lab, I got her to the vet because she wasn't feeling well for a day or so. And you know they had to um, do things to remove it. Surgery it was expensive and poor baby. I felt so horrible. For you know, her. I yeah. had to cover so, up the bowl underneath the tree that has the water because little ladybug yes. was drinking out. Is that of bad it. for them? Yeah, and she had a little upset stomach, so she yeah. could have made. I didn't it. know that was bad for them. Them. Yeah, so Ooh. I covered it yeah. up so she can't get to the water. So you got to watch yeah, out for that stuff. We don't use tinsel too. anymore. So yeah, I don't put anything. I know some people. Some people put stuff in the water to mm. keep to preserve no. the tree, but I won't put anything in the water. Yeah, same here. Don't do that. Yeah. yeah. If you're a listener that uh, doesn't put up a tree because of your animals, especially cats, we'd love to hear from you <laughs> at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's kind of tricky this time of year. It really is. We all like to have fun and, and uh, all the gifts and the, the ribbons that come off the tops of the gifts. Uh-huh. Fun yeah. for the cats to play with, but also can wrap around the, the intestines and, and cause troubles. Right. How much did that surgery yeah. cost you there? Oh, it was back in the day, a long time ago, but it was like four or five hundred bucks then, and that was wow. probably in the early 80s, I think. Yeah. So. You got off than, lucky. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah, don't wait yeah. for it to pass. If you, if you know they've eaten it, yeah. don't wait for that to pass. That's the worst you thing know. you can do. That's what I want to find out from Dr. Debbie. How long do you wait yeah. before you take an animal to the vet? So if you just think they're acting, is it an upset stomach or is it something serious? You don't know. She's on a, a ramp today. It's it's Christmas, and I figured she'd give it a rest. Not you, Lori. I'm talking about Dr. Debbie. Uh, okay. I should have prefaced that there. Dr. <laughs> I guess this is radio, and when she just walked into the studio here, she's, uh, she's on a rant. It has to do with people bringing animals on airplanes and i understand because i i was privy to a flight this week and there was about three cats on the, on this flight i've never been on a plane with animals yeah in the cabin in the or... cabin wow okay we learned that the faa approved containers don't necessarily meet the requirements of some of the airliners we'll find out more i'm going to talk to uh, oh, dr debbie about this because i let her yeah, vent right here on animal here. radio <laughs> okay i didn't i didn't mean to say you were on a rant there Thank in a you. totally different world. <laughs> I am the third hoe. Let's not forget. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Yeah, if Santa didn't have that third hoe, he would have lost a hoe, and that's not good. No, 
Lori, what are you working on in the newsroom over there? Did you buy a gift for your pet for Christmas and well, people think you're weird? Well, you're not weird and you're not alone. I have a story about that. Plus, what kind of gift do you get for a guy who marries his dog? I'm going to stick around just for that. one 866 We're going to go to the phones next with Vlade, Dr. Debbie, Joey Volani, and Joey Turner. Animal Radio is brought to you by Flavacin. Flavacin improves joint function in dogs, keeping cartilage, tendons, and ligaments healthy. I don't know if you've noticed. I've been taking some of the Flavacin. I know it's not for humans, but I'm feeling I'm not as fragile as I You're was. You're moving around quickly over there in the studio. And your coat's so shiny. It is very shiny, <laughs> but this is really meant for the bodies of aging animals. To find out more about this breakthrough formula, visit www.yourolderdog.com. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio. And remember how very, very important it is to spay or neuter your pet. No, that's terrible. Okay, start again. (laughs) This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Christmas. We're all here. It's toll free. We're opening our gifts right now as we do the show. And we, we actually have great stories coming up today. Some warm, heartwarming Christmas stories as we do every year. And uh, Lori, what are you working on in the newsroom over there? Did you buy a gift for your pet for Christmas and well, people think you're weird? They're the, they're the well, only ones that got gifts this year. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you're not weird and you're not alone. I have a story about that. Plus, what kind of gift do you get for a guy who marries his dog? Straight, I have a story about a guy in a straight, straight jacket. jacket. Judy, is there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A year's worth of therapy, I'm thinking. But yeah. uh, And I've got a great story about a guy who actually married his dog. That sounds a little strange. I'm going to stick around just for that. one 866 We're going to go to the phones next with Vlade, Dr. Debbie, Joey Volani, and Joey Turner. Hi, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Christmas, obviously, is a very special time for me. So I hope it is a special time for you and your family. Merry Christmas. As I sat enjoying a cup of tea one morning before work, my children brought a catalog to show me what they had found. They pointed at a picture of a t-shirt. They said it reminded them of me. Flattered that they were thinking of me, I looked at the picture. Then I frowned. On the front of the shirt, in large bold print, were the words, I yell because I care. But I don't yell at you, I said softly. This brought laughter and rolling eyes from my precious offspring. Oh yeah, Mom, you sure do, said my oldest daughter. The second child chimed in with, all the time. The youngest put his hands over his ears in mock fright and spun around in a circle until he collapsed on the floor, giggling and dizzy. No, no, I protested quietly. How could they possibly think I yelled at them? I was a good mother. I listened and helped when I could. I was always there for them, lending support and love. But a mom that yelled? We can prove it, said the oldest. Every time you raise your voice, Bo Peep goes nuts. I eyed my little blue and white parakeet with suspicion. Bo Peep sat calmly on her perch, watching us. She was waiting for someone to notice her and perhaps come over for a talk in a little playtime. She thrived on the attention that four children could give. Okay, I'll prove it. I challenged them. Let me think of something to say loudly, and then we'll see. I'd like to say that it took me some time to come up with an appropriate phrase to yell, 
but in all honesty, one just popped right into my mind. I cleared my throat daintily, and then sang out, You kids, hurry up, or you'll be late for school! Before I finished speaking, Bo Peep was flapping around inside her cage, hopping from perch to perch, screeching, She certainly gave us her two cents worth. We all received a thorough scolding from the tiniest member of our household. It was a very humble mother who apologized then. The kids were right. I was wrong. I now realized the truth. I was a mom who yelled, after all. A few minutes later, the children were still laughing as they made their way out the door and on to school. I took another sip of hot tea, then turned and shook a finger at my feathered friend. Miss Peep, I began, only to be interrupted. Bo Peep puffed out her cheek feathers and said earnestly, You are so pretty, pretty, pretty. Well, I could hardly argue with such an honest friend, could I? It had to be true. After all, a little bird told me so. As Carol Reeves and We're giving you all our best animal stories. And this next one comes to you from ASPCA President Ed Sayers. I did receive a new supplement to the book of Genesis regarding the dog and the cat. Yes, a newly discovered chapter in the book of Genesis has provided the answer to the question, where do pets come from? Adam and Eve said, Lord, when we were in the garden, you walked with us every day. Now we do not see you anymore. We are lonesome here, and it is difficult for us to remember how much you love us. And God said, that is no problem. I will create for you a companion that will be with you forever, and that will be a reflection of my love for you, so that you will love me even when you cannot see me. Regardless of how selfish or childish or unlovable you may be, this new companion will accept you as you are and will love you as I do in spite of yourselves. And God created a new animal to be the companion for Adam and Eve. And it was a good animal, and God was pleased. And the new animal was pleased to be with Adam and Eve, and he wagged his tail. And Adam said, Lord... I have already named all the animals in the kingdom. I cannot think of a name for this new animal. And God said, that is no problem, because I have created this new animal to be a reflection of my love for you. And his name will be a reflection of my own name. And you will call him Dog. And Dog lived with Adam and Eve and was a companion to them and loved them. And they were comforted. And God was pleased. And Dog was content and wagged his tail. After a while it came to pass that an angel came to the Lord and said, Lord, Adam and Eve have become filled with pride. They strut and preen like peacocks. And they believe they are worthy of adoration. Dog has indeed taught them that they are loved, but perhaps taught them too well. And God said, that is no problem. I will create for them a companion who will be with them forever and who will see them as they are. The companion will remind them of their limitations so they will know that they are not always worthy of adoration. And God created cats. God created Cat to be a companion to Adam and Eve, and Cat would not obey them. 
And when Adam and Eve gazed into Cat's eyes, they were reminded that they were not the supreme beings. And Adam and Eve learned humility. And they were greatly improved. And God was pleased. And Dog was happy. And Cat didn't give a shit one way or another. This is Jerry Seinfeld saying Happy Holiday, Happy New Year, Happy You, and see you next year. Where's my baby? Come here, baby. Who's the most beautiful in the whole world? You are. I love my pets. I know I get emotional. I love my pets. Our bond is so devotional. I love my pets. Yes, I love my pets. Who makes me so happy? I love my pets. My words are inspirational. I love my pets. You know that you're sensational. I love my pets. Yes, I love my pets. Who loves you? Who really, really, really loves you? I look at you and first in song. You may say I'm that crazy. And pause right out. I can't resist. I'm singing to my widow babies. I love my pets. The brilliant things I watch you do. I love my pets. I cannot get enough of you. I love my pets. Yes, I love my pets. I love my pets. Pets. Who's the smartest? Who's the cutest? We all love that face of yours. I could just eat it right up. Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello! And please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, spay and neuter your friend's pets also. Give it to them as a Christmas present. What a good idea. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Flavocin keeps cartilage, tendons, and ligaments healthy and joints flexible. Hear what people are saying about Flavocin. Concerning my dog Zodiac, I started her on the Flavocin um, probably about a month and a half ago. I have to tell you, for a 13-year-old German Rottweiler um, with spinal arthritis, she made a turnaround in less than seven days. We had thought that we might be losing her this year and have to put her down, but she seems to be really reacting to it very well. To find out more, visit www.yourolderdog.com. That's yourolderdog.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. The scoop-free self-cleaning litter box automatically sweeps away waste after Kitty does its business. For a limited time, Animal Radio listeners can enjoy a special holiday offer. Get the scoop-free self-cleaning litter box, a free toy, and free shipping for only $99.99. 
Offer can be redeemed at scoopfree.com slash animal radio. Offer expires December 31st. This is Animal Radio, baby. Doesn't spell anything. Kofluggana, maybe. It's kind of catchy, though. After saying it for 10 years, and it will be our 10-year anniversary next week. But this week, it's Christmas. Yeah, hey. 10 years. I want to point out that Joey today is... uh, Joey is dressed as Santa. And for him to cuddle up to the microphone, he has to pull his beard down. And so it, it looks a little weird right now. I wish we had a webcam for this. Someone get I'm a shot of this. I'm trying to tuck it under my chin. I um, think he looks cute. I think he looks cute, too. Uh, let's see. Animal Radio is brought to you by Wall. You know, dogs are one of the most intelligent animals, so it's no wonder that Wall Pet Clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results. You'll look smart, and you'll be saving money. Visit wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L, pet. Dot com. Perhaps we shouldn't be getting paid uh, overtime today. You judge. one 405 8405 We're actually doing less work this weekend than we do every weekend, and we're getting paid overtime. If you're working today, uh, Misery Loves Company, give us a call. When my daughter Rachel was six years old, we went to the local shelter looking for the perfect cat. We liked a lot of the cats we saw there, but we were especially taken with a mother and her kittens. All the kittens were entirely jet black, except for one. She had a small white tip to her tail, like one bright light in the night sky. We brought her home and called her Star. Starry was a charmer. Rachel admired her proud manner and enjoyed even more the secret knowledge that it was all an act. Starry could only appear aloof for so long before leaping up into Rachel's arms to be cuddled and stroked. As time went by, Rachel and Starry adopted certain routines. At night when we watched TV, Starry crawled into Rachel's lap and stayed there, purring contentedly. Starry always rubbed her face along Rachel's chin, ending the love test with a gentle nip on Rachel's nose. Sometimes I couldn't help but feel the injustice of this. I was the one who took care of the cat, feeding, cleaning, grooming, yet Starry was clearly Rachel's cat. Eventually, I came to love watching their cozy bond. My little girl grew up, went to junior high, and finally high school. Starry was 10 and Rachel was 16. Starry and Rachel were still close, though Rachel spent less and less time at home. Starry spent most of her day sitting on the sideboard in the dining room, looking out of the window into the backyard. One Sunday morning, early in November, Starry got out the door before we could stop her. When Rachel's friend came over to study that evening, she came in the door with a worried expression. Where's Starry, she asked. When we told her we didn't know, she had us come outside with her. There was a black cat lying in the street. It was Star. The cat's body was warm and she didn't appear to be injured. There was no blood or wounds that we could see. It was after hours, but our vet agreed to meet us after our distraught phone call. Rachel was upset, but holding it together, my husband Bert and I told her to stay at home while we took Star to the vet. Bert and I picked Starry up carefully and rushed her to the vet's office. The vet examined her briefly before looking up and saying, I'm sorry, but she's gone. When we got home, Rachel could tell by her faces that Starry was dead. She turned without speaking and went up to her room. It had been a hard year for me. My father had died not long before, and I hadn't totally come to grips with the loss. 
Rachel and I were in the midst of the delicate dance mothers and teenage daughters everywhere find themselves performing, circling, pulling away, and coming together in odd fits and spurts. I took a chance and knocked on her door. When she said come in, I sat with her on the bed and we cried together. It was a good cry, clearing out some more of the grief I couldn't face about father and bringing Rachel and I closer as we shared our sadness about Starry. Life went on, Thanksgiving came and went, Rachel and I both found ourselves mistaking black sweatshirts strewn on chairs or floors for our newly missing black cat. The sideboard looked desolate, empty of the warm presence glowing with life I'd come to expect there. Over and over, little pangs of loss stung our hearts as the weeks went by. I was out Christmas shopping when I saw it. It was a Christmas tree ornament in the shape of a cat angel, a black cat with white wings and a red ball between her paws. I had to get it but bought it wondering if it would be a happy remembrance of the cat we'd loved or a chilling reminder of our loss. When I got home, I painted a white tip at the end of the angel cat's long black tail and hung the ornament on the tree. That evening when Rachel came in, she flopped onto the couch. She sat staring at the Christmas tree, spacing out after a long day at school and after school sports. I was in the kitchen when suddenly I heard her gasp. Mom, she called, Mom, come here. I walked in and found her standing in front of the tree, looking at the cat angel with shining eyes. Oh, Mom, it's Starry. Where did you find an ornament with a tail like hers? She looked about six again. I gathered her into my arms, and wonderfully, she didn't resist. We stood together, looking at the tree, feeling our love for Starry and for each other. Our charming, nose-nipping cat was gone, but now Starry, the Christmas angel, would be a part of our family tradition for years to come. Sometimes you can make your own miracles. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. The extraordinary thing about any cat is the effect it has on its owner. Owning a cat, especially from kittenhood, is a lot like having a child. You feed him, you do your best to educate him, talk to him as if he understands you, and in exchange, you want him to love you. He can drive you mad with his independence. He can, just as surely as a child, create a tremendous desire to protect him from anything bad. He is small, vulnerable, wonderful to hold, when he lets you, and he throws up on just about the same regular schedule. Like children, cats exist on a separate and probably higher plane than we do. And like children, they must be at least partially defined by their relationship with their parents. And though they can do all sorts of amazing things, such as hiding in the tiniest room imaginable and refusing to be found, no matter how late you are for wherever it is you have to take them, they cannot write their autobiographies. My involvement with a cat was strictly accidental. In fact, I had to be dragged into it, kicking and screaming. I, of course, have a cat now, Norton. I treat this cat as very few animals or people, for that matter, have ever been treated. If he is asleep in the middle of the bed when it's time for my day to end, I sleep curled up in a corner of the mattress, happily braving stiff necks and bad backs, so he remains undisturbed. I worry about him, I talk about him, and to him, I have to add, to the point of idiocy. And if he doesn't sleep within a crooked arm's reach of my pillow, which he doesn't about one day a week, then I don't sleep very well. I actually worry that I've done something to offend him. I sometimes let him eat off my spoon, usually ice cream or yogurt, 
chocolate's his favorite flavor, and it's a pretty funny thing to watch when he decides it's time to lick that sucker clean. It is hardly a one-way street, however. He does all sorts of things for me that are pretty wonderful for a cat. He goes for walks with me. No leash. His record in traffic is three blocks, which he does most Sunday mornings when I stroll to Sean's Murray Hill Market in Sag Harbor. Norton will wait for me anywhere, no matter where I leave him. If I'm at a hotel, I can dump him outside by the pool or in the garden and let him play there all day or night. When I go to get him, he will be nowhere in sight. But when I call or whistle for him, he'll meow exactly once, then leap out of his hiding place to rush to join me. I honestly believe I could drop him in the heart of an African jungle, leave him for a year, reappear, and as long as I could find the bush he was last seen scurrying under, he'd be there waiting for me. If I, as I sometimes forgetfully do, close the door to a room, leaving Norton on the other side, he will howl and meow as if possessed until I open the door. He does not like to be left outside of anything I am inside. He trusts me. He is quite a comfort when I'm sad and makes being happy much more fun. He has seen me through broken hearts and illness and death. When a small gray animal does a little thing like that for you, how can you not let him sleep in the middle of the bed when he's tired? We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. We all love our dog toys. We all love our dog toys. We all love our dog toys. So bring one right here. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. They fill us with dog joy. They fill us with dog joy. They fill us with dog joy. So bring one right here. Good tidings to all of our two-legged peers. We wish you a squeaky Christmas with no fleas in your ears. Sorry, Joey, that you got coal in your stocking this year. Aww. And uh, that was not me that gave it to you. I'll tell you that right now. You, you know what? That. I'd rather get coal, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because I know that whatever my wife is going to spend on, on Christmas gifts, it's only going to come out of my bank account. So coal is about <laughs> not the very cheapest. expensive. <laughs> is, is about the cheapest thing out there. So when I get coal, it's actually a good thing. I'm a happy boy when I get coal for Christmas. It depends on what Aww. she got for everybody else with her credit card. That's that's the big problem there. That's well, what listen. To me. That, that that's that's you know forget about it. That's going to be anyway. So so I, I take that on the chin. Well, if your animal was lucky enough to get Stella and Chewies in their sock this year, then they were one lucky lucky dog. And I'm telling you, maybe it was a sample. Maybe it was a, one of those 16 ounce bags. This stuff is freeze dried food. It's, it comes in a, the size of a patty, and you can hydrate it or not. Ladybug, it's her food. In fact, it's the exclusive food of Ladybug Studio Stunt Talk. She uh, Sometimes she likes it broken up into little pieces, and sometimes she likes it 
hydrated, a little water. And, and sometimes I crumble it over her food. What we do is we take the treats, the chicken treats, and we'll put that over the actual food so she gets the double whammy because they make these great chicken treats that are just freeze-dried chicken, no other ingredients in it. We encourage you to check out Stella and Chewy's. Com. You'll learn more about Stella and Chewy's. And if you go on over to the Animal Radio website, you'll get an address to send a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we'll send you back a sample of Stella and Chewy's. What have you got to lose? You can try it for free and see if your dog goes as crazy over it as Ladybug does. If they weren't lucky enough to get it in their sock this year. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's any dog out there that doesn't like them. I haven't found one. Even the cats like it. It's, it yeah, exactly. It's exactly. like healthy, really healthy doggy crack is what it's like. <laughs> Yeah, but don't say the word crack, because then it makes it sound like it's not healthy. It's healthy. That's why I said it's healthy. Okay, it's healthy. healthy doggy crack. They're addicted to it. This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. Five years after Hurricane Katrina, a kitty and his family are reunited. The Humane Society of South Mississippi identified Scrub, a seven-year-old gray and white cat, by his microchip. Scrub had been being fed for several months by a Gulfport woman who thought he was a stray, but when a recent cold snap hit, she worried about his safety and took him to the shelter. Scrub's owner, Jennifer Noble, said she was skeptical when she got the call, but by the end of the first night back, Scrub had snuggled in with one of her sons. The woman that had been feeding him lives almost 15 miles away, and Scrub, he's in excellent condition. An animal radio tip of the cap to retired game show host and big-time animal supporter Bob Barker. He recently was named an honorary fellow of the Oxford Center for Animal Ethics for his exceptional contributions to the protection of animals. He is the first person from the entertainment industry to be selected for this honor. The award highlights Mr. Barker's efforts to encourage the teaching of animal law in colleges and universities. Among those schools now teaching animal law are Stanford, Harvard, UCLA, Georgetown, and Bob's own alma mater Drury University. You'll recall during his 25 years hosting The Price is Right, he closed each show by saying, help control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered. One of the professors for the Oxford Center says that Bob Barker helped propel animals from being a marginal issue into the academic mainstream. Nicole Kidman, glamorous star, Oscar winner, alpaca walker she keeps several on the ranch in nashville she shares with her husband country star keith urban and their daughter sunday rose she says she loves having exotic animals but the alpacas are as exotic as it gets for right now nicole and her daughter think the animals are very pretty with their long eyelashes and enjoy walking them on a leash around their property the next exotic stakes the exact exotic to be added to the clan she's thinking snakes and while we're on the subject of Oscar-winning actresses, after 20 years on the job, Reese Witherspoon recently received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. For the honor, she was joined by her children, other family members, work colleagues, and Mooney, the chihuahua that played Bruiser in both of her Legally Blonde movies. Mooney is a rescued chihuahua and counts amongst her friends, not only Reese Witherspoon, but other showbiz animals, including Gidget, the late Taco Bell chihuahua. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.NaturalBalance.net to learn more. 
Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Hope you got what you wanted for Christmas. And if you're the one that has to clean up the litter around your house, I certainly hope that your husband got you the scoop-free self-cleaning litter box. Why do you say husband? You make it sound like it's you know automatically known that the wife it's, is the one cleaning up the litter, yeah. Hal? That's yeah. It's not woman's work, Hal. You yeah. better watch it here. Okay. Well, or if your wife didn't hey, get li- you one for Christmas. You don't even want to hear what I have to say Go. first because all I can say is I'm on your side, ladies. Okay, I'm telling you that right now. Yeah. He's cheap if he didn't get you this. Okay. Because uh, you will never... Never see or touch smelly waste again. The special holiday offer continues for another five days through the 31st. If you didn't open up one this morning, you still have a chance to get a special holiday offer. Exclusively to Animal Radio. You get the scoop-free self-cleaning litter box, a free toy. It's one of those laser, the big rolling lasers yeah, in the mirrors. It's a big laser thing. that you can set it. Frolicat. Yeah. yeah. And How much laser can we humans get, though? I know, I know. I mean, we can't even hold the laser, <laughs> the laser pointer anymore. It's an automatic one, yes. <laughs> and you get free shipping. It's only ninety nine ninety nine. Visit scoopfree.com slash animal radio to get yours. And uh, you can also get links to everything we talk about on today's show over at animalradio.com. I took last week off. I flew uh, to Denver to visit family. And more and more, you're seeing animals on the airplane. There was two dogs really? and one cat. And that's the, definitely the most I'd ever seen. And they were very good. I heard one bark, but there was one problem that I just want to kind of give people heads up. I thought these FAA-regulated carriers would mean that uh, they'd allow me to carry a pet on. Apparently, this one person that brought their dog on, it didn't fit within the carry-on size. Uh-huh. So just because it says FAA-approved doesn't mean you can bring it on, on board. On and they actually planes. had to check their pet. Which oh, you, down below. I, yeah, I hate oh. that. Well, and you know all about you know, the the recent story of the uh, dog run amok on the airplane. No, what we is, we're talking about? No, Lori's talking about that. Is that coming up? The little terrier that got uh, a little rambunctious. Uh, his sedatives wore off in the airplane, so they took him out to try to calm him, and he proceeded to bite two different individuals and run amok on the airplane and oh, cause no. the airplane to have to take an emergency landing. Ooh. Oh no! So. I have a huge problem with this because I'm all about, well, behave pets. But more importantly, for me, this is all about picking the right pet to travel because I don't think every pet should get on an airplane, nor uh, is it the right thing to do for the people around you. You know, really, you have to select if your pet is a good traveler and is appropriate to get on an airplane. And I hate tranquilizing. I refuse to tranquilize pets when they travel by air because there's so many unknowns. So for me, this was a big tusk, tusk, tusk uh, for those other pet lovers that do do things right and recognize if their pet should not fly. Well, how, how do you know? Because getting in a car and getting on a plane are two different things. Your, your animal might be great in a car, but how do you know how it's going to react in a plane? You know, it's similar, though. So if your pet gets amped, amped up in in the car, um, especially if you can't put them securely in a pet carrier, then we're going to potentially have a problem. Um, so you need to be able to comfortably restrain your pet in a pet carrier and have them be okay with that. If they are not okay, then I am not going to try to tranquilize the pet. I'm not going to try to torture that animal. It's just not going to be a vacation that that dog needs to go to. Um, so for me, that's the big thing is recognizing that ahead of time. What could go and wrong you could, if you sedate them? Well, at high altitudes, um, you know, they're excited. 
excited. Um, we don't know exactly how the uh, tranquilizers could affect the cardiovascular system. So if there's an underlying heart problem or a breathing problem, um, it could cause them to have a fatal uh, episode. And especially these little dogs with the squished-in faces, they've already got problems in traveling because when they get excited, they have trouble panting. So the last thing we want to do is sedate these pets. And it could really limit their ability to breathe normally under exciting situations. So the so, physiology is different when you're in the air, just like you get dehydrated when you fly. The body, uh, the chemicals work different and, and fluids move differently through the body. So you just don't know what's going to happen, I assume. Yeah, and in, you know, in, in the cabin, I think a lot of people feel more comfortable because they can see their pet. But clearly in this situation, you know, that dog was still just jazzed up and anxious and tranquilized still did not do enough. So you know, I think it's really our pet parent responsibility to recognize, you know what, Fluffy's not going to dig this. You know, let's mm-hmm. leave her behind, have a pet sitter take care of her, rather than haul her and torture all those people and change their flight plans, which I'm sure they were wow. not thrilled about. And what about their ears? The, the airplane, it affects my ears, but is the dog's ears a different makeup where it doesn't feel that pressure, or do they feel it just like we do? You know, we would suspect that they feel it the same way we do. Um, and uh, it's one reason I will not fly a pet if they have an ear infection, um, because I flew once with an ear infection, especially in an unpressurized cabin, and it was horrible. I thought I was dying. So, um, yeah, we want pets to be in good health, to be in sound physical condition and mental condition for travel, and we want them to be really hip and comfortable with the idea of being confined in a carrier and not be in mommy's lap, because that can't always happen on an airplane, and usually you get in trouble for that. <laughs> <laughs> good advice. Good advice. Dr. Debbie's answering your questions at one 405 8405 along with groomer Joey Villani, Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard and animal communicator Joy Turner. Now, I'm supposed to tell you, oh, good. Hey, listen, if you miss any part of today's show, head on over to AnimalRadio.com. We have podcasts of every show. I thought we burned the tapes after the show. I thought we had to do that so no one would. But apparently they make them into these podcast thingies, and you can listen to every show way back over at AnimalRadio.com. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Hello in there. <laughs> oh. oh, no. I, I, I can't believe it. He blew it again. I know, I know. I'll go talk to him. How hard is it for a horse to neigh? That, that's what horses do. Isn't that what we hired him for? He's just a little nervous. I mean, he's been chomping at the bit all day, and he's coming unglued. Well, he's going to become glue if he doesn't neigh in the right place this time. I just need one neigh at the end of this song. No sneezes or wheezes or other horse noises. Oh, I don't know. I, what part of neigh doesn't he understand? I... I, I just can't work this way. Well, he was fine in rehearsal. I know he can do it. Just just give him one more chance. Okay, but no more horsing around in there. Hello, Nelly. Oh, this horse. That was really good, but we're going to try it one more time. You're this doing just great. Completely horrible. Remember, it's one nay at the end of the song. No, just, Mr. Ed. Just relax. No, Mr. And just nay at the very end of the song. He's out all, all right? night sowing his wild oats. Are you ready? Oh, I hate this horse. Places, people. All right. Places. Nay ride. Take 44. Okay, cue the clops. Five. Six. Five, six, five, six, seven, eight. Just hear those screamers tingling, He's doing it again. He's grunting. He's gonna be fine. I just know it. He just made over the best part. 
artistic liberties are really wearing thin. What was that? I don't know. He, he got a little confused. Grunting and sneezing and moaning and man, I'm so sick of this. He's just a little nervous. Give him a chance. He hasn't spent a lot of time in the studio. He's going to be put out of the pasture as far as I'm concerned. Fabulous. I knew he would get it. I knew all the time. Oh, super, super stupendous job, Nelly. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Your dog does not want a sweater this holiday, or any day. Your dog would much rather show off its great-looking coat thanks to the grooming you gave with your new Wall Pet Clipper. Wall is the number one grooming choice of dogs and their owners. Because Wall's precision blades provide better-looking results, grooming at home is safe and easy and helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L-Pet.com. Flabosin keeps cartilage, tendons, and ligaments healthy and joints flexible. Hear what people are saying about Flabosin. Concerning my dog Zodiac, I started her on a Flabosin um, probably about a month and a half ago. I have to tell you, for a 13-year-old German Rottweiler um, with spinal arthritis, she made a turnaround in less than seven days. We had thought that we might be leaving her this year and have to put her down, but she seems to be really reacting to it very well. To find out more, visit www.yourolderdog.com. That's yourolderdog.com. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. The scoop-free self-cleaning litter box automatically sweeps away waste after Kitty does its business. For a limited time, Animal Radio listeners can enjoy a special holiday offer. Get the scoop-free self-cleaning litter box, a free toy, and free shipping for only $99.99. Offer can be redeemed at scoopfree.com slash animal radio. Offer expires December 31st. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. It is time for another Dodge Journey pet destination, 1-866-405-8405. Of course, brought to you by the Dodge Journey, won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award. With their fold-down stain-resistant seats, the Chill Zone Glove Box Cooler for the drinks, multiple storage options with removable, washable liners, my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> it's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. And uh, we go to the phones. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Leslie. Leslie, how you doing, Leslie? I'm doing great today. Where are you calling from? Richland, Washington. Richland, where is that in Washington? It's on the eastern side of the state. Eastern side, is that where your Dodge Journey pet destination is? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, where do you go there? I go to Columbia River Park in Kennewick, Washington. Columbia River Park, is that right? Yes, it is. Okay, what do you do there? What makes it such a good place to take the dog? 
Oh, it's a wonderful place to take a dog because it's wide open spaces along the river with a, a big, long, paved walk right alongside the river, more than a mile long. So wow, it's, wow it's that's good. Cool. Yeah, it's it's really clean and fun and very dog-friendly as long as you keep her on a leash and clean up after yourself. What kind of dog do you have? It's an Alaskan Kali Kai. What, you know, I've heard that? of those. I'd have to look that up again. It's, what does it's that look a pretty like? rare dog, isn't it? it? It is a rare dog. They look just like a little miniature husky. They're a little tiny sled oh, dog. Oh, yes. Oh, cute. I've seen cute. those. Those are gorgeous. Get a picture for me on the computer here, there. I Jimmy, I want to see what it looks like during the next break here. Okay. Well, hold on a second, Leslie. We appreciate you calling in with this week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination. one 405 8405 if you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination on Animal Radio. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Your dog does not want a sweater this holiday, or any day. Your dog would much rather show off its great-looking coat thanks to the grooming you gave with your new Wall Pet Clipper. Wall is the number one grooming choice of dogs and their owners. Because Wall's precision blades provide better-looking results, grooming at home is safe and easy and helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a Wall Clipper. Visit Wall, W-A-H-L-Pet.com. Party Animal on Animal Radio. I'm your host, Vinny Penn. Uh, I got three words for you. Three words I'm not, I, I don't want to say, but it's something I don't dig. Peeing on snowman. Now, uh, you got to let your dog out. You got to follow the dog around with the pooper scooper and whatnot. But if I see one more lightning yellow streak across the snowman that some adorable little children put together with their own tiny little hands. Is it beyond you, dog owner, to shout at Thor or Lucky or Rover, for God's sake, to say, oh, scoot, scoot, away from the snowman. Don't let your dog pee on the snowman. Children made it. Some of the pee inevitably gets on that scarf. That scarf doesn't get washed. Next thing you know, in February, Daddy's wearing that scarf to work, and it's got dog urine all over it, quite frankly. You see the dog heading for the snowman, teach the dog. Paw, roll over, respect Frosty. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you? Very good. We have Mike Arms from the Helen Woodward Center in San Diego. Mike, I'm wondering if you could share with our listeners the story of how you got into dedicating your life towards the animals, your New York experience. Well, sometimes I'm happy to share it. Sometimes I'm not because it puts me back there that day, but I will share it today. I'm from Kentucky, uh-huh. and after I went to school for accounting, I went to New York. I went to the employment agency, and they said, well, you're from Kentucky, you must like animals. And I said, well, <laughs> what, do you see a picture of a horse on the calendar and just assume this? They said, well, how would you like to work for the ASPCA? And I said, I have no idea what that is. 
It says, place that takes care of unwanted, homeless, abandoned animals. I said, you know, I don't see the fit. And they said, you know, they need a more business approach. And I said, well, okay, I can do this. But I found out very quickly I couldn't do this. Mm -hmm. I had lost in my first eight months that I lost 25 pounds. The ASPCA at that time was killing 140,000 animals a year. I couldn't take it. I just thought this was a very, very sick world we lived in, and I needed to get out of this field altogether if I wanted to maintain life. Yeah. So uh, an insurance company made me an offer, and I went back and gave my notice that I was leaving. And a guy upstairs had much different plans for my life, and he was about <laughs> to let me know about it. Six days before I was leaving, um, I was told it was a dog hit by a car on Davidson Avenue in the Bronx. And I said, okay, get a driver out and get it. Mm -hmm. And they said, that's just it. There are no drivers available. So I did just what you would have done. No different. Oh, yes. I took off my suit jacket, put on a uniform jacket, took the ambulance out myself. And when I got up there on Davidson Avenue, this little black and tan Shepherd Terrier mix, looked like little Benji type, mm -hmm. was laying in the street, but his back was curved so badly, mm -hmm. almost bent him in half. The car that hit him hit him with such force, snapped his back and left him there to die. And as I got out of the ambulance to pick this little guy up, and he was just quivering there, if you could just picture the sad little guy. And just as I was about to reach down for him, these three fellows came out of this apartment building doorway and said, what do you think you're doing? And I said, it's obvious this little one is dying. I'm taking it to the hospital. Mm -hmm. They said, no, you're not taking it anywhere. And I said, why? Is this your dog? And the reply was, no. We are betting on how long it's going to live. And I said, well, you guys are really sick. I reached down, and I scooped this little one up in my arms, and I'm holding him cradle in my arms, and I can feel his heart beating so hard against my chest, and I'm just looking into his eyes, and he had me locked with his brown eyes, and he just started to calm down. Mm -hmm. And when I turned to put him in the ambulance, that's when they beat me, stabbed me, and laid me in the street. That's when my whole life changed. This little one that should not have been able to move by any shape of the imagination found a way to crawl to my side <sighs> until I opened my eyes and gained consciousness. And when I was looking back in his beautiful eyes one more time and I realized what took place, and as I'm laying there in that pool of blood, I just lay there and cried and prayed, please don't do it. Don't take my life today. Give it back to me. And I promise I will dedicate my life to them. Wow. Seconds after I made that promise, my little friend closed his eyes and crossed over Rainbow Bridge. And, and someday we'll take our walk. But <laughs> from that day to now, I have kept my promise. And I'll do everything in my lifetime just to stop euthanasia, to increase adoptions, and to help my friends. Mike Arms wow. from the Helen Woodward Center. And you're what the holidays are all about. Well, thank you.
Jingle fish, I'll ask Santa Claus To put on his wetsuit Bring Rudolph along A submarine delivery For you and your friends Who live under the sea Remember, we're streaming online 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just for you. This is Animal Radio Network. Ask me that, eggnog. We're roasting chestnuts on the old fire right now at Animal Radio. Is that his name? What are you working on there in the newsroom? I have the best story about uh, Katrina Kitty, a uh, cat that disappeared over Hurricane Katrina. That was five years ago. Are you going to say five the cat was found? Five years ago. Five years ago. I'm, I'm not going to tell you. Okay. one 405 Hey, let us know what you got for Christmas. We want to know. I want to know what their pet got for Christmas. Yeah. What is, yeah. Any unique pet gifts this Christmas? Give us a call. Uh, everyone is here. While I was working as a maid for the Kuntzes, you know, Dean Kuntz, he's some kind of best-selling author. Anyway, I I walked into Mr. Kuntz's office and found Trixie, his dog, typing away. I swear to God, you don't believe me? Dad teaches me to type. Hold pencil and mouth and type. At first is fun, then is not fun. He says to me, write Trixie, write, write essay for website. Hmm, being a good dog, I write. Not fun, but I write. 
expect treat for writing. You get no treat? Stop writing. Get treat, Carvel Biscuit. Good, good, good. So, okay, I write some more. Dad promises website visitor my essay end of July. Must give up important ball chasing, important napping, important sniffing to write. Work hard. Writing hard. So many words. Stupid punctuation rules. Hate semicolons. Hate, hate, hate. Chew up many pencils in frustration. Finish article. Give to dad. Then I rip guts out of duck. Duck is not real. Is Buddha duck. Stuffed toy. I am gentle dog. Cannot hurt real duck. Or even cat. But I'm hell on stuffed toys. Work off tension. Rip, rip, rip. Feel pretty good. Cough up soggy wad of Buddha duck stuffing. Feel even better. Dad gives editorial suggestions. Stupid suggestions. Stupid, stupid. He is not editor. He is writer like me. I pretend to listen. I'm actually thinking about bacon. Bacon is good. I am good, too. People call me good dog. Good. Very good. Bacon is very good. I am very good. But I am not bacon. Why not? Mysterious. Then I think about cats. What is wrong with them? Who do they think they are? What do they want? Who invented them anyway? Not God for sure. Maybe Satan. Dogs are not born to write essays. Maybe fiction. Maybe poetry. Not essays. Maybe advertising copy. Here is my advertising copy. Bacon is very good. Buy bacon. Buy lots of bacon. Give to me. Thank you. <laughs> Dad gives me editorial notes for study. Eight pages. I pee on them. He gets message. Dad says he'll give my essay to Webmaster as is. Webmaster is nice person. She will know good writing when she sees it. Days pass. Weeks. Chase ball. Chase rabbits. Chase butterfly. Chase frisbee. Begin to notice sameness in leisure time activities. Pull tug toy snake. Pull tug toy bone. Pull tug toy rope. Uh, lick four paw. Lick other four paw. Lick a more private place. Still do not taste like bacon. Get belly rub from mom. Get belly rub from dad. Mom, dad, mom, dad. Get belly rub from Linda, mom and dad's assistant. Read Bleak House by Charles Dickens. Study the brilliant characterizations and ponder the tragedy of human condition. Hmm. New tennis ball. Chase, chase, chase. Suddenly, it's September. Webmaster asks, where is Trixie essay? Where? Dad lost. Dad got busy working on new book. Got busy and forgot Trixie essay. He lost it. My human ate my homework. Sort of. All my hard work, my struggle, those hateful semicolons for what? All for nothing. Essay lost. All for nothing. Feel like character in Bleak House. Worst, like character in Joseph Conrad book. Feel like getting an attorney. Get agent instead. Writing fiction. Novel. Maybe knock Dan off bestseller list. Teach him lesson. Writing novel called My Bacon by Trixie Kuntz. Dog already have invitation from Larry King and David Letterman. Be on shows, do publicity, sell book, get belly rub from Dave. Maybe get limo for media tour. Ride around in limo, chasing cats. Life is good when you're a dog. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome. one 405 8405 
We're live with you on Christmas Day. Yeah, I know all the other shows are recorded. Yeah, not us. We're here. We don't get paid enough. We need this overtime, okay? <laughs> we have a great show for you today. We have a lot of great Christmas-like stories. Plus, we're also going to answer your questions. Dr. Debbie is available right here. She's walking in with a glass of coffee in her hands. I want to uh, stress wink, that. Wink. Yes. Yeah. As well as Vladdy the World, famous Russian dog wizard, and Joey Villani, toll-free. Brought to you by Oogie. Get ready to make a very big place in your heart for Oogie. An incredible true story about an unforgettable dog who adopted a family. Isn't that the way it always works? Yes. And it changed their lives forever. Oogie, the dog only a family could love. Available wherever books are sold. Seen all kinds of crazy gifts 
I'm hearing about all the crazy gifts. It seems like this year, more than ever, people are spending more money on wild things for their pets for Christmas and Hanukkah. Isn't that strange? We want to hear from you. Give us a call right now and let us know what you're giving your pet. Hi, who's this? Um, Erica. Hi, Erica. How you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? From Oxnard. What did you get your pet? Um, I got my pet a helmet, a jacket, and some doggles. A helmet, a jacket, and some goggles or doggles, did you say? Doggles. Doggles. Is it like a a motorcycle jacket? Yes, a black pleather jacket. Pleather, well, good. She's pleather, not pleather. Very good. That's very Very good. Does your your dog ride a motorcycle, I assume? Yes, with my husband. Okay, with your husband. I want to make sure that, uh, uh, because the last thing you want to do is send your dog on the motorcycle by himself. Not a good idea. And then then he's using the cell phone, (laughs) not really paying attention to the road, and all kinds of things can happen there. Well, congratulations. That's a great gift, a very uh, thoughtful gift. Gift. Now, does he like the uh, helmet and all of that stuff? Yes, he does. And is it is it a big dog? A Chihuahua. A Chihuahua. <laughs> that must. Oh boy, I wish I what could see a, a picture sight. of that. Is your husband a big motorcycle guy? Yes, he is. Oh, how funny! Oh, I, I could barely picture that there driving the Harley uh, down the road with the Chihuahua and the doggles and the leather jacket, matching outfits. Yes, matching outfits. I love it. Well, Erica, thanks so much for calling. Hold on one second. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Tell us what you're getting your pet for Christmas and Hanukkah. Happy holidays to all of you. This is Jack Wagner sending you my best for the Yuletide season. Take care. Happy holidays, my friends. This is John Lithgow, hoping the season brings you closer to the people you love. Hi, everybody. This is Adam Sandler, and I hope you're enjoying the Hanukkah season. Happy holidays. I'm Quincy Jones, wishing you all the best in the coming year. Hi, I'm Ted Danson. Happy holidays to you. Don't you wonder what Tweety finally ended up getting him? That's all I'm wondering. We don't know, do we? Welcome to Animal Radio's Christmas show. A little different than what we usually do. We got stories, we got music. We're still taking your calls, 1 866 405 8405. Whether you have those medical questions, those behavior questions, Dr. Debbie and uh, Vlade, they're all answering those questions off the air. Today it's sort of a Christmas show. And uh, we do want to know what you got your pet, especially if it was one of those unique gifts. Yeah, tell us. I want some ideas for my pet for next year. For next year? Yeah. Did you get your pet anything unique this year? Uh, Nothing unique. Usual, the clothes, <laughs> the clothes. And toys, and oh she boy. got a lot of stuff. Another sweater, huh? She gets cold. We want to thank Kimpton for making this show possible. Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. If you're traveling to Alexandria, that's in Virginia, is, is that in? Yes, it is. That's northern Virginia. Okay. Have you ever been there before? I have. It's up by Washington, D.C. I used to live in the area. Really? Do, do you remember the Kimpton Hotel up there? No, this was way back. Way back, In, huh? in the 50s. Fifth- Six, you know, yeah. way, way back then. So. They Probably wasn't there. Three locations in Alexandria and over 50 across the U.S., all pet-friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Find out more about Kimpton Hotel's hospitality program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON, K-I-M-P-T-O-N. I hope everyone's enjoying my uh, Velveeta and uh, Cracker Barrel that I gave them this year. 
Yeah, my New, yes, New Year's resolutions, uh, you'll hear them next week about uh, the presents for the following year. Yeah, you are enjoying it? Anyway. Of course. What do you think? Well, we're all working here on Christmas. We get uh, overtime, but I think we're working less. one 405 8405 And we're listening to a lot of great stories this weekend as we do every Christmas. I love those Fun Christmas, Christmas stories. stories. Heartwarming stories. Yeah. And, uh, are, are you going to have a tip today, or is it? Uh, are you just in Christmas mode? No, I mean that's you know okay. What? I, I, I have a, I have a, I have a very good tip today, um, for everyone. So okay, I'm actually looking forward to get it because a lot of people are getting um, new puppies um, today. So I have a tip for those people. Okay, good, good. A new puppy tip coming up in just a few minutes. If you want to talk with any one of the Dream Team, it is toll free. What's the number? One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Our Christmas show continues right after this. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's Hospitality Program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. You're listening to Animal Radio. Merry Christmas to all. one 405 8405 Hope you're enjoying your Christmas and Christmas weekend. We're here live this weekend. You know, a lot of shows aren't, but we're here live. We're here. We get double time this weekend, but we work half the time because you're hearing Christmas stories as we do every year here on Animal Radio. But we're also here to answer your questions like we are every weekend at one 405 8405 And I've just finished opening up Joey Villani's last gift. <laughs> and he's given me some very, very fine socks that uh, have oh. chihuahuas on them all around them. So they're very, <laughs> very nice. Certain uh, he'll probably enjoy the Cracker Barrel gift certificate that I got him. I feel like I'm falling asleep, Hal, with this holiday music. I'm sorry about that. Did you enjoy your gift? 
You know, I I have to say it was a little startling. I was not expecting that a huge block of of Velveeta cheese. Thank you (laughs) so, so very much. Uh, And so does the Wisconsin uh, cheesemakers. You know, you can use that stuff on anything. I wasn't expecting that. I thought my gift was going to be just spending this wonderful holiday with you. So this was way more than I expected. Let's go back to the holiday stories. This is... uh... This is a real tearjerker one. I'm supposed to tell you that? When I was a puppy, I entertained you with my antics and made you laugh. You called me your child, and despite a number of chewed chews and a couple of murdered throw pillows, I became your best friend. Whenever I was bad, you'd shake your finger at me and ask, how could you? But then you'd relent and roll me over for a belly rub. My house training took a little longer than expected because you were terribly busy, but we worked on that together. I remember those nights of nuzzling you in bed, listening to your confidences and secret dreams, and I believed that life could not be any more perfect. We went for long walks and runs in the park, car rides, stops for ice cream. I only got the cone because ice cream is bad for dogs, you said. And I took long naps in the sun, waiting for you to come home at the end of the day. Gradually, you began spending more time at work and on your career, and more time searching for a human mate. I waited for you patiently, comforted you through heartbreaks and disappointments, never chided you about bad decisions, and romped with glee at your homecomings and when you fell in love. She, now your wife, is not a dog person. Still, I welcomed her into our home, tried to show her affection, and obeyed her. I was happy because you were happy. Then the human babies came along, and I shared your excitement. I was fascinated by their pinkness, how they smelled, and I wanted to mother them, too. Only she and you worried that I might hurt them, and I spent most of my time banished to another room or to a dog crate. Oh, how I wanted to love them, but I became a prisoner of love. As they began to grow, I became their friend. They clung to my fur and pulled themselves up on wobbly legs, poked fingers in my eyes, investigated my ears, and gave me kisses on the nose. I loved everything about them and their touch, because your touch was now so infrequent, and I would have defended them with my life if need be. I would sneak into their beds and listen to their worries and secret dreams. Together we waited for the sound of your car in the driveway. There had been a time when others asked you if you had a dog, that you produced a photo of me from your wallet and told them stories about me. These past few years, you just answered yes and changed the subject. I had gone from being your dog to just a dog, and you resented every expenditure on my behalf. Now you have a new career opportunity in another city, and you and they will be moving to an apartment that does not allow pets. You've made the right decision for your family, but there was a time when I was your only family. I was excited about the car ride until we arrived at the animal shelter. It smelled of dogs and cats, of fear, of hopelessness. You filled out the paperwork and said, I know you'll find a good home for her. They shrugged and gave you a pained look. They understand the realities facing a middle-aged dog or cat, even one with papers. You had to pry your son's fingers loose from my collar as he screamed, No, Daddy, please don't let them take my dog. And I worried for him and what lessons you had just taught him about friendship and loyalty, about love and responsibility, and about respect for all life. You gave me a goodbye pat on the head, avoided my eyes, and politely refused to take my collar and leash with you. You had a deadline to meet, and now I have one too. After you left, the two nice ladies said you probably knew about your upcoming move months ago and made no attempt to find me another good home. They shook their heads and asked, how could you? They are as attentive to us here in the shelter as their busy schedules allow. They feed us, of course, but I lost my appetite days ago. At first, whenever anyone passed my pen, I rushed to the front, hoping it was you, that you had changed your mind, that this was all a bad dream. Or I hoped it would at least be someone who cared, anyone who might save me. 
when I realized I could not compete with the frolicking for attention of happy puppies, oblivious to their own fate, I retreated to a far corner and waited. I heard her footsteps as she came for me at the end of the day, and I padded along the aisle after her to a separate room, a blissfully quiet room. She placed me on the table, rubbed my ears, and told me not to worry. My heart pounded in anticipation of what was to come, but there was also a sense of relief. The prisoner of love had run out of days. As is my nature, I was more concerned about her. The burden which she bears weighs heavily on her, and I know that. The same way I knew your every mood. She gently placed a tourniquet around my foreleg as a tear ran down her cheek. I licked her hand in the same way I used to comfort you so many years ago. She expertly slid the hypodermic needle into my vein. As I felt the sting and the cool liquid coursing through my body, I lay down sleepily, looked into her kind eyes, and murmured, How could you? Perhaps because she understood my dog speak, she said, I'm so sorry. She hugged me and hurriedly explained it was her job to make sure I went to a better place where I wouldn't be ignored or abused or abandoned or have to fend for myself. A place of love and light so very different from this earthly place. With my last bit of energy, I tried to convey to her with the thump of my tail that my how could you was not meant for her. It was you, my beloved master, I was thinking of. I will think of you and wait for you forever. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Merry Christmas. From all of us at Animal Radio Network, we wish you the happiest of new years filled with health, prosperity, and close connections with our four-legged friends. Welcome to Voice of the Animal. I am moving to a really wonderful place in my native state of California to do something I love. I have spent this week saying goodbye to beloved friends and places with promises to stay in touch, easy to do with email and phones and letters. Even though I have a lovely and grace-filled journey in front of me, the farewells are tinged with sadness and grief. Isn't it always that way when we leave for something new? Gratitude for time spent with remarkable people and melancholy at leaving them. Because I can stay in touch with my human friends, the more difficult farewells surround my animal friends, specifically the ones I have been privileged to share the last nine years with in this beautiful forested ranch in the land of enchantment. Nine years in which I have come to cherish the daily and seasonal routines and habits of my wildlife companions. I know when the hummingbirds will return each spring, the week of April 12th. I always have their feeder ready for them a few days early. What will they think next year when I am not there to welcome them back with their sugared water? Will the next person to live here care for them? I know the western tanager, his brilliant scarlet head and beautiful black striped yellow feathers. He arrives every year in May and loves to bathe in the bird bath. Will he have bath water waiting for him next May? The bats have their own bat houses. They have a safe place to live. Unless the people who end up here are afraid of bats. They need to know that bats eat mosquitoes and are our friends. Will they care? I know when the bluebirds will nest in their box among the aspens. The babies will hatch in June and their cheeping will permeate the air with happiness. Memorial Day is the weekend the bears appear. This year, the biggest brown bear I have ever seen arrived right on time to eat from the bird feeder. By chance, I had happened to throw out some old strawberry cake. The nice thing about living in the country is that old fruit, vegetables, and yes, cake, can be shared with the animals. That gorgeous bear sat down and just ate every bit of that strawberry cake. 
Of course I got a picture. There are the deer and elk, bunny, porcupine, skunk, raccoon, possum, rats, mice, gopher, squirrel, fox, coyote. Today I even saw a black-footed ferret. There are the red-tailed hawks, the rough-legged hawk, the owls, the bald eagle, and the cranes that migrate not to the east or west, but directly over my house every spring and again in fall. Their cries an occasion to look heavenward in awe and admiration. And my bobcat, his name is Shashandra. At special and always unexpected times, one can never know when a bobcat will allow himself to be seen. He has graced me with a glimpse of his presence. It is fleeting and rare. But during those glorious, precious moments, I am blessed. And my wild turkey friends, they love to nap in the shade of the pines and roost at the top of them at bedtime. Miss Clara is my elderly turkey pal. Whenever I walk outside, she comes running to see me. Recently, she has taken to trotting up on the back porch and peering into the living room. Miss Clara's head is all gray and her feathers a bit bedraggled. She is the matriarch of all the turkeys here, and every single one of them will step aside and allow her first dibs on the cracked corn I put out for their breakfast and supper. I will miss her so much. Of course, these animals survived long before I came into their home and will continue to do so. It is a bit of hubris on my part to think otherwise, but I am invested in their well-being. Not just in the bags of sugar for the hummingbirds or cracked corn for the turkeys or Rocky Mountain fancy seed mix for the rose-breasted grosbeaks, doves, sparrows, and nuthatches. My days are structured around their presence, their comings and goings, their appearance at the feeders or ponds or back door. They are my friends. When people think of New Mexico, they think of light and glorious colored landscapes, great art, Pueblo corn dances, turquoise skies, spectacular vistas, shopping in Santa Fe, and delicious food. All of that is true, and I will miss all of these. But more than anything, I will miss enchanted friendships with a bobcat, bear, bluebird, and an elderly turkey. And somehow, I hope that I have been the kind of friend they will miss, too. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. For Voice of the Animal, this is Rayanne Cumulos. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Giving your dog water on the road can be both messy and dangerous. Swerves and spills make the experience unpleasant, and ordinary dishes just aren't up to the task. Now there's Canine Travel Mug, designed to fit securely in your vehicle's cup holder. Canine Travel Mugs also comes with a special spill-resistant rim and are made of durable and attractive stainless steel. Great for road trips of any kind. Your dog will love having a travel mug of their own. Visit CanineTravelMugs.com or find us on Facebook. Get ready to make a very big place in your heart for Oogie, an incredible story about an unforgettable dog, says Gary David Goldberg, creator of Family Ties. Oogie's story confirms what Dewey taught me years ago. Even a wounded animal is capable of amazing joy if given love and respect, raves Vicki Myron, author of the number one bestseller, Dewey. Read the true story of Oogie, a dog nearly fatally injured who adopted a family and changed their lives forever. Oogie by Larry Levin, the dog only a family could love. Available wherever books are sold. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. 
This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. So you go to Long Beach, California to show your four show dogs at the AKC Yukonuba National Dog Show, but your dogs get stolen. What do you do? This happened to David Peck and Christina Ricard. They were staying at a Motel 6 in Bellflower, preparing to show their two Akitas and two Pembroke Corgis at the AKC Yukonuba National Dog Show. They decided their heavy-coated dogs would be more comfortable in the van overnight, but they went out around 6.30 the next morning. The van was gone, and the dogs were in it. Police suspect it was the van that was the target, even though the dog's estimated worth is several hundred thousand dollars. The two Akitas were found a couple days later in nearby Compton, and the Corgis shortly after that. One Akita, Didi, did take first place in her class, winning Best Puppy. And the Best in Show winner at that AKC Yukonuba National Dog Championship went to an Australian Shepherd named Reckon. Terriers do well generally, but this is the first herding dog in a long time. And Australian Shepherds are not from Australia. They originate in Europe. But I guess Europe Shepherds doesn't sound as good. You can catch the full show on ABC January 23rd. Did you buy your pet a gift for Christmas? 56% of women were likely to, more likely than men, at 49%, according to an AP poll. However, it was the kitties who were more likely to get the cold treatment, as 56% of dog owners said they'd buy a gift for the hound of the house, but only 48% of kitties were going to get a gift. In Australia, marriage is going to the dogs. Literally. In the city of Toowoomba, Joseph Guizzo married his best friend his five-year-old lab, Honey, who he adopted five years ago. The couple decided on the location of Laurel Bank Park after seeing a wedding there during an afternoon walk. Mr. Guizzo said he looked at Honey and stated, that could be us. And she didn't say anything, so he took that as a yes. Thirty friends and family witnessed the emotional ceremony, which took place at dusk, where Joseph's vows included, you're my best friend and you make every part of my day better. Mr. Guizzo says he is a religious person and could no longer take the guilt of living with honey out of wedlock. He assures it's not a sexual thing, it's just pure love. The couple was planning a short honeymoon to one of the local parks. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Six six four zero five eight four zero five. Happy Christmas weekend. Keep that tinsel away from your animals, if you will. It's uh, very dangerous. Dr. Debbie's going to have to butt out of here early today to go take tinsel out of a, a cat. Uh, emergencies this time of year. Don't let it pass if you see them do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, they can't go through their system. Let's uh, head to the phones right now. We have Debbie on the phone. Hey, Debbie, how are you doing? Hi, I'm wonderful. How are you? Good. I understand you want to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner. Yes, I, w- I certainly would. Thank you. She's right here. Hello there, Debbie. Hi, Joy. How are you? Marvelous. And what can I do for you today? Well, I have a 15-year-old, um, used to be a feral cat. He's not very friendly and he hates everything, but he's my good boy. And uh, he. Stays in the house all day and goes out when we get home, and then after dinner he goes out, and then he comes in at bedtime. 
a Wednesday night, he did not come in, which is not unusual. Sometimes he stays out all night, but then he comes in first thing the next morning. Well, I have not seen him since Wednesday night. I live in a very wooded area, uh, undeveloped area outside of uh, Fort Myers, Florida. I have combed all through the woods with my dog looking for him all over the neighborhood. And uh, the only thing is we have... We do have wild animals out here. Okay. Like coyotes, coyotes and uh, other predators. And tell me the name of your kitty. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm sorry. His name is Ziggy. Okay. So give me a minute here. I'm going to see. Okay. Um, well, the first thing he tells me is that he wanted to go back to being wild, but he hadn't intended to stay out this long. Okay. So I want to take a minute and ask him where he is in relationship to his body. Okay. He tells me he's still in his body, so that's a good thing. They usually know if they're out of it, so they will tell me if they're out of it. Um, He is, from what he's showing me, he is just roaming around there, and there is some confusion. I don't know if maybe he suffered some kind of a, um, something like maybe a stroke or something. Well, he was very upset that evening when the neighbor cats came over and was just acting like he wanted to live here, and he was very upset. He was upset about that. Okay, so I would do a couple of things if I were you, because he is still somewhere not too far from where you are. Okay. Although he won't tell me exactly where. Um, I can tell him, do I assume that your neighbor cat, you would not allow to live there, you want him there? No. No, the neighbor cat went home, and we have not seen him since. I want to tell Ziggy that everyone shooed that neighbor cat back to where that cat had lived before, and the space is open for him... And you really would appreciate it if he would come back home again because this is his home and the neighbor cat has his own home. That's correct. Because he runs this house. Ziggy runs my house. And Ziggy just gave me a big sigh. So I would keep telling him that type of thing. And you would do that by thinking about him. And when you talk to him, really feel like you're connected to him and send him a lot of love, as much love as you can. And make as many pictures in your mind about this being his home. Okay, very good. Just keep doing that. Very good. Ziggy, Ziggy, we want you home for Christmas. Okay? 1-866-405-8405 if you want to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Do it now. Even on Christmas, Sir Joey Volani, dog father Joey Volani, is here to bring us our tip of the week. Brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Yes, even though what? No, I was going to say, even on Christmas, even on Christmas. But you know what? My wife with Senior Pet Products, I mean, we um, we did really good with my did dogs um, there, this huh? year because because it was one-stop shopping. That's all she had to do was go to Senior Pet Products, and we, I think, basically got everything for our pets. And she saved you a lot of money, didn't she, Joey? She, yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> At least 25%. Did she use, 25%. Did she use the promo code? Because if she used, she used your used credit card, code. she might not have used the promo code. You know what? I don't know. We we tried we tried to say you know it's Joey Volani. Um, you know um, you sponsored the show and they hung up on us. We yeah. thought we'd get a little bit more. <laughs> it didn't work. Um, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> if you want to get twenty five percent off your shopping, the savings continues. After Christmas, believe it or not, head on over to SeniorPetProducts.com. This is when everybody else ends their sales. Well, some of the cheaper stores, they drop, they do the little New Year's thing and for a couple of months. All year round, you can get 25% off just by putting Radio SPP, the promo code Radio SPP. 
where the animal radio logo is on the SeniorPetProducts.com webpage. Get 25% off. Hmm. I didn't even understand that. <laughs> I got you there. No more I got you. Know what that, you know what? They're, they're the smart ones because everyone got their new puppies. Um, so you know what? Now they're going to go out and they're going to look for everything that they need. So Senior Pet, pet Products was nice enough to keep it up so people can get their discounts with their new pets. And that's what I want to talk about. Because when people now, they get their new pets, and the most important thing is is you got to get them ready to want to be groomed. Grooming is a very, very important step. For all dogs, cats, um, mainly all domesticated animals. You gotta start early with that. You gotta start real early with that. Um, like, first time you get them. Well, what happens is, is, is the people come to us and they say, um, okay, can you, can you, um, you know, take care of my dog and it's six months out and either they're a matted mess or they're completely, you know, blown away by this new environment of the pet groomer and the smells and the noises. So when you, when you try to cut their nails or clean their ears, it's probably the first time that they, that they've even felt someone going for those areas so what you want to do is you want to get them used to it first start with the brush it's a great bonding experience so if you have a dog short long hair whatever get the proper type of tool to brush their coat out and, and start getting them used to it also take your fingers and start playing with their feet put your fingers you know play with their nails a little bit put your hand in, in their pads in their ears get them used to it because that's only going to make our job a lot easier so the first time out they can get this nice little hair because a lot of times people bring their puppies to us and we can't do anything. You know, they get a little bit of a bath, um, a little trim, and then they come back in. So oh, that's all you can do. <laughs> but it's all we can do because you got to give them you got to give them a good experience the first time. But if you start that experience off at home, it'll make it a lot easier. And you know what happens? And, and this is a shame. Because people, you know, care about their, their home environment, they don't want a, a messy or smelly dog. And when you go to the groomer, the groomer can't do anything. I mean, I've known people who have gotten rid of their, you know, got rid of their pet right away and said, Jeez. well, this isn't going to work out. And you know what? All it did was take a little bit of time, you know, to, 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 to get it going. So... If, if, if you're going to, t if you're going to get yourself, or if you got the family a pet, you know, it's your responsibility. So start it off nice and easy and, and, and get them used to it. Even put them by the sink and turn the water on. You don't have to get them wet. You might maybe splash them a little bit so they feel the water, but that's something that's going to make our job a lot easier and you're going to come home. Um, you're gonna you're gonna have a pet come home, now, nice, clean. Do you and charge happy. people? Do you charge people by how hard it is to do their dog? I mean, if it's a real pain in the ass dog, do you like or an do extra you have ten, a twenty bucks flat rate? <laughs> no, no, no. You, you have to. I mean, it's 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 a time it's a time based business. So it's um, you know, degree of difficulty, the amount of coat, um, and um, you know, the size of the dog. So yeah, that definitely falls into it because if it's more difficult to groom your puppy. Um, I do have to charge you a, a little bit more. Now, a lot of times, me personally, first time out, I try to give you a little bit of a break, and and and, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll feel you into it and say, okay, you got to understand what's going on. Or what we do, or what we did in the school was, is we actually took a video of a dog that didn't like certain things done. So you can see how the pet is responding to what we're doing and what you could do at home to make it better. Beautiful. Joey Volani on Animal Radio. Mary. Christmas, happy holidays, everyone. Happy Hanukkah. Jingle bells. Kwanzaa begins tomorrow. Yeah, I think Ramadan, too, at some point, right? Real soon. Festivus. <laughs>
<laughs> Festivus. That's that's what I celebrate. Festivus. <laughs> As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Giving your dog water on the road can be both messy and dangerous. Swerves and spills make the experience unpleasant and ordinary dishes just aren't up to the task. Now there's Canine Travel Mug, designed to fit securely in your vehicle's cup holder. Canine Travel Mugs also comes with a special spill-resistant rim and are made of durable and attractive stainless steel. Great for road trips of any kind. Your dog will love having a travel mug of their own. Visit CanineTravelMugs.com or find us on Facebook. Get ready to make a very big place in your heart for Oogie, an incredible story about an unforgettable dog, says Gary David Goldberg, creator of Family Ties. Oogie's story confirms what Dewey taught me years ago. Even a wounded animal is capable of amazing joy if given love and respect, raves Vicki Myron, author of the number one bestseller, Dewey. Read the true story of Oogie, a dog nearly fatally injured who adopted a family and changed their lives forever. Oogie by Larry Levin, the dog only a family could love. Available wherever books are sold. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. And welcome. Welcome to our special holiday show. This weekend, we're bringing you our favorite animal stories. It doesn't seem like that long ago, but it's been 19 years since a little ball of joy and fluff came into my life and changed it forever. I was working for a property management firm in San Francisco and was asked to relocate to Texas to oversee an apartment complex there. Soon after my wife Linda and I arrived, the building maintenance man discovered a little mutt in a recently vacated apartment. The dog was in a clothes closet with no food or water. The maintenance man and his wife were unable to keep her, so Linda asked me if we could do so, just for a little while. I reluctantly agreed, but added, just for a few days. I nicknamed the dog Shorty, and Shorty took to me like you wouldn't believe. She followed me everywhere. She was closer than a shadow, and when she lay beside me on the couch or in bed, you couldn't get a dime between us. Both Linda and I quickly knew that a little while was going to become a lifetime. When our time in Texas came to an end, we returned to San Francisco, where Shorty adjusted to being a city dog. We'd take her to the park and for walks around town, but it wasn't the same as when she and I went running out in the fields together, just enjoying the day and one another. That was truly our favorite time. In San Francisco, Shorty learned how to play baseball. She absolutely loved it. Linda pitched, I hit, and Shorty fielded the ball. She would catch it in the air, or at most on one hop, trot up to Linda, give her the ball, and then run back to the outfield and bark as if to let us know she was ready for more. As time went on, Linda wished she had a dog that was as devoted to her as Shorty was to me. So one day we went to the SPCA. Sitting in the back of a cage was a terrier mix, a little bigger than Shorty, but with the same coloring. He had the biggest brown eyes and was just begging to be taken home. And he was. 
Shorty and Buddy took to each other from the beginning, and people used to think they were brother and sister. Some years later, we rented a little house with a fence and a room for Shorty and Buddy to play in. By then, in her old age, Shorty started losing her teeth, and her tongue used to hang out of the side of her mouth. She also lost her sight and hearing. But Buddy became her eyes and ears. He knew that when Shorty went to the front door and barked once, the way she had always done, she wanted to go outside. But now she needed assistance, and Buddy knew exactly what to do. He would take her ear in his mouth and gently guide her down the steps to the lawn, where he would lie down and watch her roaming around, smelling everything she could. When she was ready to come into the house, Shorty would stand motionless, bark once, and again Buddy would go to her, take her ear, and guide her up the stairs to her bed. One evening, the door was open, and Shorty somehow made it down the stairs unattended. But she collapsed at the bottom. I carried her to her bed, and she lay there for a day, whimpering. Just as she had 17 years earlier in that dark closet, I told Linda that it looked like it was about time. Linda knew what I meant and nodded. We took Shorty to the vet that night, and as expected, there wasn't anything she could do. She helped us feel better by asking us to think of all the positive things that Shorty had brought into our lives. I will always feel grateful for that. I decided to remain with Shorty. The vet left us alone in a room, and I stood just stroking her. I think we both gathered some comfort in being with each other. When it was over, I cradled her, not ever wanting to let her go. Today, her ashes and her pictures sit atop our dresser. When the time comes, I've requested that I too be cremated, and Linda has promised me that she will scatter my ashes together with those of Shorty in the biggest field she can find. Then, Shorty and I will go running together once again. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Canine Travel Mugs. Your dog will love having their very own travel mug. This amazing travel bowl is made of durable and attractive stainless steel, comes with a special spill-resistant rim, and is designed to fit securely in your cup holder. Get yours today at CanineTravelMugs.com. Joey, hand me some of those chestnuts. They're not hot anymore, though. See us now. We look like, uh, well, we, we're, as you know, we're the three hoes in Santa right now, pretty much. Judy's screening <laughs> calls at 1 866 What did you get this morning? Anything good? Uh, um, coal. Coal in your stocking? I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't a good boy this year. But my dogs <laughs> and my wife got everything they wanted. We got a call for you a few minutes ago. Some lady said you were just adorable, just adorable. Never thought of you that I way. Know, I, I can agree. I can agree with her there. I can definitely agree with her there. <laughs> she also said she liked Vlade too. You had to see my dogs. Um, my it's it's a tradition every year in my house that we actually have all the gifts um, wrapped in um, for for our pets, and the pets know, and they actually rip open their gifts. Even sure. the bird rips open sure. their gifts. Do they wait though? They get excited. They don't wait. It's funny because they know something's going on. They're up early. They're barking. They get us up. They run down. They run to the Christmas tree. Usually they run to the refrigerator. They wait for their gifts. Well-behaved animals. But not, can you can you uh, put the wrap presents under the tree ahead of time, or will they get into them? No, I can't. They'll try to get into. We won't yeah. let them. We're not they, supposed they'll to do definitely that. keep trying. This is Animal Radio's Christmas show. A little different than we usually do. We're all sitting around roasting our chestnuts and listening to stories and music for the holiday today. Now, if you missed any part of the show or you want to hear any one of these stories back, head on over to the website at animalradio.com. After every show, we post a podcast and you can download that podcast. Or let's say you live in one of the cities where there's only one hour 
of Animal Radio. You can listen to the entire show. Yeah, it's it's actually a two-hour show. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com, get the entire show over there. This season, why not consider the presence of our animal friends as our present? Animals gift us with their lives for our comfort and convenience. They lift our spirits, inspire great works of art, song, and poetry, and are the most agreeable companions. All it takes is one small, cheerful sparrow in the backyard to remind us that we are never alone. Scientific studies show that the unconditional love of our pets can touch and heal us in magnificent ways. People experience lower blood pressure, stress, and heart rates when in the presence of their animal companions. Those who have suffered heart attacks live longer if they have an animal friend than if they don't. And people with pets just make fewer trips to the doctor's office. If we are suffering from depression, having a dog to walk, a cat to care for, a bird to talk to, or even watching fish in an aquarium helps us find a focus outside our sadness and allows us to connect with the larger world. When horses allowed us on their backs, they gifted us with the ability to travel farther than our own two feet could ever carry us. Today, it is still horsepower that gets us to the mall. Pigeons have saved the lives of soldiers by carrying secret information across enemy lines. The seashell murex gives its life to gift us with the color purple. Bats gift us with lovely and peaceful twilights by eating mosquitoes. For the ancient Romans, a magical woodpecker brought rain to refresh and revitalize a city. That is a great present. It was Raven who brought fire to humankind. And in the Quran, the Saluki breed of dog is considered a gift of Allah. One of the most prized gifts one could receive from the ancient Chinese emperor was one of his royal dogs. And how long would Noah have been adrift if a dove had not found land? A recent study found that workers would be willing to take a cut in salary and work longer hours if they could bring their dog to work. A survey by Time magazine found that playing with a pet improved one's mood more than exercise, eating, or sex. If you happen to be ill in France and a ladybug lands on you, she will fly away with your sickness. Earthworms work the soil so our flowers will flourish. Bees give us honey. And my favorite, butterflies prove to us that even if we sometimes creep like a caterpillar, we hold within us the power to spread our wings and fly. So during this holiday season, consider the presence of your animal friends as your present and have your presence be their present too. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.com. Happy Holidays from Voice of the Animal and Rayanne Cumulos. It's that time of the year here again and I'm sharing it with my best friend I got my slippers on got your favorite bone it's cold outside but it's warm in here it's my favorite time of the year Man's best friend May our furry friendship never end Sitting right by the fireplace 
miles away from our rat pack race. I raise my glass in a toast to you. You wag your tail, you're toasted too. There's nothing that I'd rather do than spend my time with you on Christmas Eve. Have a swinging Christmas, baby. Next up, not so much a story, but a guest that we were lucky enough to have. A comedian who's long past, but who loved animals dearly and epitomizes what Christmas is all about. And we'll end with Mr. Buddy Hackett. You know, it takes a bit of work to make things happen and to get people to give you some money to save what they think is an insignificant life of an animal, you know. And we don't even know. People say they're not sure animals go to heaven, but I had a dog named Cupie, and he was with me 18 years, and people said, you ever think about dying? I said, no, I just think about seeing my dog again. Mm. He's waiting over the Rainbow Bridge, yeah. and they can't talk, and their eyes have a little film until the owner comes. Then the film goes away, and they can't really talk words but they can communicate with you. I don't like when they say, where you been? Hey. <laughs> this is Animal Radio Network. Network.